Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. They took me to the medic room. My two room, my two sweet friends came in and I just remember bawling and saying, this is not fun anymore. I'm done. And that moment, my life completely changed. And I never drank. I've never drank alcohol ever again. And I have no desire to ever drink again. Mm. It's completely gone. Completely gone. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. This week, I'm here with my colleague, my peer, my special friend, Melissa. She has so much to share with us today. But without further ado, let me introduce her to you. Melissa says, everything I do is rooted in science, psychology, and spirituality, but she calls it magic or quantum healing and manifestation. Melissa helps her clients discover and remove the conscious and subconscious beliefs, behaviors, and barriers that are numbing and dulling their lives so they begin to heal. She guides them on a journey of healing and expansion while holding them in a safe container where they can access insights and awareness, repattern limiting beliefs, remove destructive barriers and behaviors, and heal their hearts. And her clients expand into their fullest expression and their most authentic selves. In a nutshell, Melissa helps her clients heal and expand their hearts so they can sparkle and shine and live a life full of love, joy, abundance, and freedom. And some of Melissa's favorite tools and modalities in her work include quantum hypnosis, hypnotherapy, breathwork, cacao, and energy healing. I can tell you from personal experience, if you want to feel held in a hypnosis session, an energy healing session, you know, with the touch of cacao ceremony, a nice dose of breathwork, Melissa is your gal. I've bawled on her table and yet feel so <laughs> nurtured, yes, you remember, and held in the same moment. Her healing energy is powerful. She has a ton of training and certifications. So she has beyond quantum healing, hypnotherapy, spiritual healing, hypnosis. She's a breathwork facilitator, cacao ceremonialist, yoga and meditation, meditation teacher, Reiki and Reiki 2, energy healer and channeler, and Danielle Laporte's heart-centered facilitator. So Melissa, without further ado, thank you so much for being here. We're so grateful to have you on the show today to share your heart and experience. Welcome. Thank you, Jen. I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for holding me in this container. So, so excited to talk today. Yes. I am just amazed reading through your bio that I prepared. I'm like, this woman, she is a servant of like the soul and a dedicated student to helping people really live to their fullest on earth. And I'm so grateful just to even be friends, to be in your orbit. So do you mind if I start asking you some questions that I know our listeners are curious about? Okay. Yeah, 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 of course. So Melissa, you hold so much knowledge and specialties that 
will weave into your wisdom that you share with us today. But I want to let the audience know why I so deeply desired you to come on the show this week. And Melissa has lived authentically alcohol-free for seven and a half years, which is incredible. And she has her story, which I'm sure she'll, she'll share. So living alcohol-free has radically changed your body, your business, big dreams for your life. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about your sacred <laughs> story? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I would go f- as far to say that I'm a completely different person, you know, with the same heart, with the same soul. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, my call to become alcohol free helped me really connect into my heart. So I'll just give the the quick version of it. But about 2014, 2015, I, I noticed that alcohol was not um, resonating with my body. So every time I would drink, I would just feel horrible, right? Whether I drank one glass of wine or I drank several glasses of wine. Either way, my body was rejecting alcohol. I did not know that at the time. <laughs> I just couldn't, you know, I just couldn't figure out what was happening. But I kind of started to get these calls that maybe I shouldn't be drinking anymore. Maybe it was time to cut back. Maybe it was time to quit. And I resisted that. I resisted that for two years, really. And I now know a few different things that I didn't know then. I now know that my, that alcohol and I were no longer a vibrational match. Which okay, that's gonna sound woo woo, right? Um, but when we start to tune into our bodies and we really start to listen to our hearts, which speak in whispers, our hearts speak to us in whispers. When we really start to tune in, we can understand what resonates with us or not. For some people, you know, caffeine doesn't resonate with them. Mm-hmm. For other people, it might be dairy or something like that. For me, alcohol became this just miss, right? We were not vibrating together. <laughs> we were not <laughs> resonating. And and I had drank my whole entire, you know, high school, college, after college, you know, my whole entire life. So I was shocked and I was confused. Mm-hmm. And what I also now know is I, well, I knew that I was never addicted. I was Mm -hmm. never addicted to alcohol. And that was part of the perplexing thing because Mm -hmm. who quits drinking alcohol unless they're addicted? Who Mm -hmm. who considers quitting unless they're addicted? So I thought that the only reason why someone would quit is if they were addicted or if they were like hitting a rock bottom or if it was really their life was going to shambles, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of myths and a lot of um, misinformation, a lot of... um, you know, really misunderstandings about alcohol. Mm -hmm. And so I now know that I also had an attachment to alcohol. So I wasn't addicted, but I had an attachment. I had an attachment to the comfort of the known. I had an attachment to a belief system that you had to have alcohol to have fun. You had to have Mm -hmm. alcohol to belong. You had to have alcohol to socialize. You had to have alcohol to be a normal person, right? I had an attachment to the habit, you know, just going out, being with my friends, you know, that was always a central part of the social scene, right? I had an attachment to an identity. Mm -hmm. 
an identity of a drinking person, the partier, the fun one, Mm -hmm. you know? So I now know that that's what it was. It really was an underlying attachment. And that's why it took me two years to kind of Mm -hmm. unravel that attachment and to realize that, yes, my life would be better without alcohol. And once I made that final decision and I quit and never drank again, I now know that like, I will never drink again. I don't have any cravings. It's like completely gone out of my consciousness. That's the best Why way I can describe it. Why do you think that it is so interesting? And I see that happen with people in, as they're a medical care provider, if like something just starts to not resonate, like you said, whether it's dairy, alcohol or caffeine, like what was it for you? What was happening to you energetically and spiritually as you went through this process where you're like, I don't know if alcohol and I are going to be a BFFs anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were BFFs for a long, long time. We had lots Same of fun. Here, girl. I was just... <laughs> I say, you know, I say that alcohol was fun until it wasn't really. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it came to. Really, we had a lot of fun. Um, and I really believe that I had started my spiritual growth spurt. And I had no idea at the time, even what a spiritual growth spurt was, what a spiritual awakening was. I had no idea. You know, I, I grew up Catholic. I was in, indoctrinated into the Catholic church. My children went to Catholic school. You know, I went to Catholic school. Like, that's all I knew. I also knew that I wasn't connected. I wasn't, I didn't feel a connection with God. Even Mm -hmm. though I went to church every weekend, I really did not feel a connection. And so part of the two-year unraveling was me realizing that I felt extremely alone. Yeah. I felt very disconnected from myself, from my higher self, from God, universe, source. I call it Gus now. That's what (laughs) I call it. I love that. God, universe, source. Yeah. God, universe, spirit. Um. Yeah. So it's just, I had this disconnection. And so that disconnection became so uncomfortable that it made me wake up and seek something beyond what I was already doing. And what happened when, so actually I want to backtrack because I feel a pull for someone listening. What are the signs and symptoms that alcohol may not resonate with you anymore? Well, the first is you have horrible, horrible hangovers. Mm. And again, whether it's just one drink or many, your body just feels terrible. So for me, that was the first one. The second one was, you know, really diving deep into a dark, deep depression. Um, And I want, I I say dark, deep depression. Mm. It's really more subtle than that. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like I wasn't able to get out of bed every day or I was, you know, sleeping all day or, um, you know, anything like that. It was more of a dullness to life, like a dullness to life. And um, I would say that you start to hear whispers in your heart. So there is this analogy that <laughs> analogy that the universe um, tries to speak to us in whispers. Our hearts start, try to speak to us in whispers at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when that when we're they're trying to give it, give us a message, it's like hey, and then when you don't listen, then they're like 
hey, you know, kind of shake, kind of like, hey, listen. And then when you still don't listen, they're like, hey, you know, like That's slapping right. you in the face. I would, have, I would have throw a brick at you. Oh, got it. Got yes. It. She Yes, yes. And that's exactly what happened to me really is it, I had this progression of messages that were trying to come through that were trying to tell me that it was time. Um, but I didn't listen to them. Or if I listened to them, I ignored them. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe someday. Okay, well, maybe after this party, or maybe after this event, or maybe I'll, you know, only drink two glasses of red wine. So I'm going to make it the best two glass, or, you know, the best wine I can buy. And then I'll buy a $10 glass of wine. And then $40 later, I'm like, I did it again. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is kind of a loop. It, it is this um, voice in your heart and voice in your body that says, eh, this is just isn't working anymore. But you just keep ignoring it and you keep ignoring it and you keep ignoring it. And then things start to progress faster and faster and faster. And I'll make it clear that I never hit a rock bottom, but I did have a moment where I knew that it was over. What was that? I knew. Ooh, this is a big one. So I, again, you know, had that story in my mind, okay, after this event, after this party, after this, whatever. And it was um, the summer of 2016. And I was going to the Cure concert with all of my friends. It was outside at Starlight and in the summer. It was, I was just so excited. Like that's the best kind of day for me to be with my friends, to be outside, to see hearing live music, one of my favorite bands from college. Like I was in heaven that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had um, started pre-partying with my friends and then went to the concert and drank more and then went to the bathroom by myself. And if you know anything about um, Starlight, it is an amphitheater with the stage at the bottom. So the, you know, Mm -hmm. the sidewalks are like this. They are like at an angle going down. Right. And I had on high heels. Mm. And so I'm walking back to my seat and I fell face forward. Oh, and I busted up my face. Oh, right. Yeah. And I remember waking up There's um, the on brick. the sidewalk. Yeah, the that was the brick, right? It was the brick. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I woke up and um, the medics were there. They took me to the medic room. All of a oh, sudden, wow. two were knocked out. I went unconscious. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There were people all around, all around me saying, is she okay? Is she okay? Is she okay? They took me to the medic room. My two room, my two sweet friends came in and I just remember bawling and saying, this is not fun anymore. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And wow. that moment, my life completely changed. And I never drank. I've never drank alcohol ever again. And I have no desire to ever drink again. It's completely gone, completely gone. Now, I will say to where there is kind of another layer to this. Um, about a month before that happened, I started a an online course called the Hip Sobriety School with a teacher named Holly Whitaker. So I was about a month into a two month program that a, a two month um, course, a two month holistic way of quitting drinking. Mm -hmm. So she already had me thinking like she already had me, you know, doing lots of introspection. She, I, you know, me purchasing and following that, um, that course 
and, and that coaching program, I already knew like the end was coming, like mm. it was coming, but I had to have that one more time, that one more time, that one more time. And I just think it's hilarious actually that it was at the Cure concert. Just <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> and this is how my, right. This is how my life works. It is so magical. <laughs> it's so, um, you know, synchronistic. Yeah. So I was already, you know, a month into really unraveling this, this attachment to alcohol. And Mm -hmm. I knew that the end was coming. And so, uh, you know, they, the universe threw me a brick and I got it. Thank you, Gus, for the brick. We're so, we're so grateful. So what happened in your life? Like, cause I don't think you were an entrepreneur yet. Is that correct? Um, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. So I was okay. already an entrepreneur. I owned my own business. Yeah. But maybe, yes, but maybe not this business, the business I know not you with. Business. Okay. Not so what, yes. what happened? So personally, professionally, socially, mentally, like what happened mm-hmm. after you quit drinking? <laughs> my whole life unraveled. <laughs> the whole entire thing unraveled. And, you know, it started with, me understanding like why I would drink, you know, most of it was social, but there were times that I would drink to, you know, kind of numb out from my feelings, you Mm. know, or my life would get super overwhelming. I was an entrepreneur. I had two children, one of them biological, one of them adopted, one of them with um, a pretty severe um, um, illness that I was the caregiver of. And you know, had a married 25, 20 something year marriage at that time. We owned multiple businesses. You know, there was a lot of pressure. I was the president of everything. Like I volunteered and did all kinds of things for my community and my church and my school. And so I was overwhelmed with life, honestly. And I really didn't see it because I had a very good life. I loved my life. I enjoyed my life. I loved my girls, you know, had tons of friends. Um, I was very successful. So I didn't think there was anything wrong. But as after I quit drinking, like it was like almost about four months after I quit drinking that the veil was removed. And all of a sudden I could see everything so clearly. And I was like, whoa, okay, there, this is wrong that's going wrong. This is wrong. Okay. That's got to be fixed. And then I just started, you know, unraveling all of that healing, 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 you Mm. know, one thing after the next. Yeah. So when, when you didn't have alcohol to help cope, was it harder at first? And like, how did you navigate through this? I'm wondering, is this when you found breath work? I actually don't know the answer to this. I'm just kind of guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for the first month I was still in that hip sobriety school. So I had that community. I had my coach. I had all of the things that she was teaching us. So she was teaching us a holistic way of quitting drinking. So Mm -hmm. her philosophy is that you don't have to be an alcoholic to quit. You don't have to hit a rock bottom. You don't have to, you know, try to explain to everybody why you're quitting. You can quit at any time for any reason. And she had like a 10 point manifesto on her website. When I read her manifesto, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And so, so I had that community. We, we stuck together after our class was over. So I had that community for about a year afterwards. Um, 
And I, yeah, I just took one thing at a time. You know, the first thing was really um, a couple of years before I quit drinking, I had discovered yoga. So mm-hmm. I kind of said, you know, I just kept going to the mat, kept going to the mat, kept going to the mat, kept going to the mat. Mm-hmm. So really I, yoga was one of the things that saved me. It really was my coping tool. It helped yeah. me get into my body, out of my mind. It helped me start to get my connection back to Gus, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, it did. A nature, I would go out into nature a lot. I did lots of journaling. I did um, I started some Kundalini meditation stuff, um, therapy. I was in therapy at the time. Yeah. I, did, I, I worked with my therapist for about four years. So yeah. Did your life have space for any of this while you were drinking? Um, <laughs> good question. Good question. So I had started the therapy about three months before I stopped drinking because I knew something was wrong. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that it was I, I say I didn't know it was alcohol. <laughs> you yeah. know, but it was part of the story, right? Um yeah, I mean I had st- started yoga, so that had started to become a priority. But I you know, I was pretty busy. So, you know, once I took alcohol out, then I didn't have all those part those parties and mm-hmm. all of that time, you know, kind of that headspace like where what party am I going to go to? What am I going to wear? What am I going to drink? Who am I going to see? And I also didn't have um the headspace or the 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 physical effects, the hangovers where, you know, maybe I might sleep in or feel crappy the next day. So once I started to get my energy back, then, you know, I had all kinds of (laughs) energy for all of the, these extra things. And these extra things were like feeding my soul. Mm -hmm. So it was a really easy, um, you know, trade-off, I guess. Yeah. Were you ever pressured? Anyone be like, come on, Melissa, you should be so much fun or give you any, and what was that like? Um, honestly, annoying. (laughs) It was annoying. It was frustrating. It was, um, you know, my heart hurt that people wouldn't understand that the number one, that this was a better life for me. Um, but what I came to understand is that, that that was a reflection of them and their relationship with alcohol. And if they look at me and they say, oh, she quit and she drinks about the same that I do what does that mm-hmm. say about me? And, and also they, they lost their drinking buddies. You know, they lost their drinking buddy that, that that's part of it, you know, so I would make a very conscious effort to spend time with my dear friends in different ways, going for walks, going to yoga, going for out for sushi, you know, mm-hmm. coffee, tea, whatever. So yeah, I mean, I really did, um, not want to lose a lot of those connections. I did lose a lot of connections, but they weren't long-term connections, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah, but I still have all my, all my dear friends. Yeah. Mm. That's, I think, really refreshing for someone who might be sober curious to hear that the people who like are meant to be in your life and have been there, like they've stayed with you even through these like huge changes. Oh, so yeah. I, have a, yeah. I have a question. Do you think that those who socially drink or even like just drink at parties, even if it's like they get, you know, pretty intoxicated could resonate with your story? Why or why not? If someone's like, so. I just kind I of like that. drink a little bit or. Yeah. yeah. I think, it, you know, one of my, I call them my sobriety teachers, my sobriety mentors, my, you know, mm-hmm. people I look up to in the alcohol free sober world said, she said, 
the question is not if I'm an alcoholic. The question is, would my life be better without it? Or, you know, would, you know, it, it's really about the quality of your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really about um, where you want to spend your time. It is really about your connection to whatever the divine, you know, Gus, whatever you, the connection to yourself and your body. It's really about, um, do you want to live a long, healthy life? Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes down to that. And there, when I quit in 2016, there were hardly any alcohol-free, not non-alcoholic drink options. I mean, hardly anything. Now there's a whole industry. So it's really easy to replace alcohol and still feel like you're part of the party. You know, mm-hmm. you can, there's tons of different NA wines and beers mm-hmm. and um, all kinds of mocktails and, you know, yeah. other alcohol-free cocktail options. So I feel like that would have helped me a little bit if more of those options were around. Um, it, it, and, you know, really it just comes down to what kind of, what's the quality of the life that you want to live? And if you are hearing a whisper in your heart, listen to that, listen to that, because honestly, this is the best life (laughs) for me. This is the best life. Yeah. In my experience with drinking, I didn't have quite the unraveling that you did. It just was like, I had to heal my body from autoimmune conditions and if I even drink a little bit, like it was just no longer frequency match. And in my body experience, alcohol carries such a heavy vibration that when I put it in my body, I was like, I'm poisoned. I'm dying. (laughs) And, but for years and years, it didn't do that to me. I just was like, I'm kind of tired the next day. So crazy. Well, and I believe, um, same. Okay. So same. Like I drank for years and did not have the horrible hangovers and did not have the the negative physical effects. And then it it just one day it started to get worse. And um, I think that, yeah, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where as we kind of progress on our spiritual journey, then our bodies know what resonates and what doesn't. And they'll tell us if we just listen. Yeah. I have this theory and maybe one day there will be a, a Nobel prize winning scientist who can prove it that things like alcohol or low vibrational foods or just like anything that needs to go in our life, alcohol, let's use alcohol and dairy. Cause we brought up those two things that people who start to feel sensitive. It's like, not that something's wrong with you or that you have a broken body. It's just your more and more, your soul is integrating into your body physically. So like you have a lot of light in your body and like things that don't match that frequency just are, they're not going to, they're not going to work. Yes, 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 yes. I I love that. And uh, just kind of another side note about that for me, you know, I've done a lot of healing and, and trying to understand why I drank, you know, why I needed or wanted to quit. Why was I getting all of these messages to quit? And I was told that for my soul, I had to have a drinking life and a non-drinking life. And I had to understand the polarity of those Mm. two situations. And, And that was a very important lesson for my soul. Mm, yeah, I love the way you put that. I want to take a corner and like just 
turn gears here for a second. You and I have discussed our plant medicine experiences in the past. Um, and how do you see, I've, I could imagine there's people who are listening who might put those in the same category. How do you understand alcohol versus plant medicine? Oh yeah. Not the same thing at all. <laughs> Why? Not the same thing. At all. Um, well, alcohol is used in a social situation. It is something that is used recreationally. It is for fun. It's for an escape. You know, it is for socializing, you know, all of those things. Plant medicine, psychedelics are, when used properly, are used um, intentionally yeah. in ceremony for healing. Alcohol is not a healing substance. You know, ayahuasca or um, psychod uh, you know, mushrooms, psilocybin, those are healing substances. Those are healing. They come from the earth to help mm -hmm. us heal our hearts and expand our consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's been my yeah. experience. You put it into words better than I could. Thank you for sharing. Uh, so if you brought alcohol back into your life today, what would you guess would happen? Even if you're like, oh, I'm just going to drink, like maybe you're have a new friend group or you're seeing someone new or like you move somewhere and like, you're just like, I want to socially drink. What do you think would happen? I would physically get very ill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even be able to do drink one drink without getting yeah. very, very ill. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are such a gift and that they, they can help us into our alignment. And like, yeah. and would you see your body as like, oh, I'm, I have a weak liver or I have like, something's wrong with me. I can't detox. Or are you like, no, I just, is clear. It's an energetic thing. Oh, it's clear that my body knows what is good for it and yeah. will send me very clear messages when I consume something that is not good for it. Hey, I know this podcast is probably stimulating the possibility that your body can heal too. If you have autoimmune disease or chronic symptoms of autoimmune conditions, your body 1000% can live symptom-free, I promise. So don't skip ahead on listening to this one. Over the years in my clinical practice, I have developed a tried and tested symptomless program that 100% works to heal symptoms of autoimmune disease based upon my three pillars of autoimmune research as a doctor of nursing practice. And now this proven integrative medicine program is in the process of being a full-fledged published research paper. But before I can release this to the masses, I need your help for this final nonprofit round, meaning you'll never see the program at this discounted rate again. For example, my 12 week program is 5,500. And right now you can access all of the same benefits for just 1,800. I am calling 20 women to join me for 12 weeks. I will teach you everything you need to know and you will heal your body. We start January 23rd, 2024. So if you're listening to this in the future now, you can join the program waitlist. Just know the price will never be what it once was if you're past that January 23rd, 2024 date, because the research will be ready to be read on PubMed in the very near future from now. I just need 20 more women with symptoms of autoimmune or diagnosed autoimmune conditions to join me in changing the medical model for women with autoimmune disease. How many times have you been told you're fine when you're not fine? It's 
it's time things change. The results are incredible from my symptomless program. And you can also read the Google reviews linked in the show notes. So you don't just take my word for it. This is the very program that's healed all eight of my different autoimmune conditions from my body and continues to heal thousands of women around the world today. So if you're ready to heal your body and elevate your entire life, pause this now, go to the show notes and sign up to receive more information or go right to the sign up page to join me. You will anonymously be a part of groundbreaking research. And in return, you will get to join this program for a steal of a deal rate more than 70% off. This program will work. I promise. I can't wait to see you there. What encouragement can you share with anyone who might be sober curious around this time of year? I think one is to listen to the messages, listen to the little pings that the whispers from your heart, just listen and contemplate that, like really um, feel into why are you receiving these messages? Why are you curious in the first place? And really follow that curiosity and try, try going out without drinking and replacing it with an alcohol-free drink. You know, try um, doing other activities that are not surrounding alcohol, you know, and then also, you know, if you really want to dig deeper, then, um, you know, go to, go to a therapist and talk about it, go to a hypnotherapist and talk about it, you know, (laughs) you know, and seek out a coach or seek out, um, some, you know, even a friend, you know, finds like, that's one of the things that I did at the beginning is I only knew one person (laughs) in my life that didn't drink alcohol. (laughs) I say that, and I am serious, like really my whole entire friend group, everybody drank. And so I did, I had a conversation with that friend and I said, okay, how did you quit drinking? How do you feel now? You know, I, I just questions. So I think just follow the curiosity and see where it goes. Love that. Feels very open and invitational. So I want to hear the story for myself and I'm sure listeners, we, we introduced you in all of your certifications and knowledge and accolades, and you've built an incredible healing business. How did that happen? Thank you. Yeah. So I did, I, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. And in 2019, I started to kind of get a call that like I was supposed to do something different. At the time mm-hmm. I owned a brick and mortar co-working business. It was in Kansas city. Um, it was, had been open for almost seven years. It was successful. It was great. But I knew that I wanted to do something in the healing arts industry to help people. And, but I didn't know what, right. And so I needed to get quiet um, in order to figure that out. Um, And so I sold my business in March of 2020. um, And we actually signed the contract five days before the city shut down during that time. And then all of a sudden, I have no business and and no job. (laughs) And I am like trying to figure out what to do next. And um, I listened. I got so quiet. I spent tons of time in nature, did lots of contemplation. I had gone to a breathwork journey earlier that year. And during the breathwork journey, I received a message that I was supposed to become a breathwork facilitator. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was already in yoga teacher training because that was just part of my spiritual growth spurt. And I was curious about that. Um, I didn't think I wanted to be a yoga teacher, but I knew that I wanted that experience. 
Then I started breathwork facilitator training in June of 2020. And then after that, everything just started to exponentially like expand and expand and expand. Mm-hmm. Started to get a message that I was supposed to be a hypnotherapist. I got a message I was supposed to be a cacao ceremonialist. I got a message I was supposed to do quantum healing training. I got a message I was supposed to be an energy healer. Mm-hmm. So I got so, so quiet that I, and then since I didn't have, I, honestly, since I didn't have the mask and the the dullness of alcohol, I was able to hear like very, mm-hmm. very clearly all the steps, every single step. And I say that the path is revealed as we walk it. We do not need to know the end result. If you have curiosity, like I did of, you know, I want to help somebody, then start listening. You write down a big, huge list of everything you're curious about. What kind of books do you read? What kind of podcasts do you listen to? What lights you up? What kind of modalities like really bring you joy or you've had massive healing from? And start to follow those like little pings, those little messages. And that's that's exactly what I did. And I remember in my cacao ceremonialist training, at the end, you go through what's called an attunement where they're connecting you to the the spirit of cacao. And during that, during that meditation, um, cacao said, you're supposed to help people heal their hearts. And I was like, what? There's no job description for that. (laughs) And I was like, no, I don't understand. (laughs) Um, But I had gone Mm -hmm. through a process myself of healing my broken heart. And so, you know, that's how I knew that this is how I was supposed to help people, you know? And, and so I said, yes. And, and, and because I'm an entrepreneur and I know how to build a business, like I just started practicing and started practicing and started serving and started serving. And then, you know, eventually built a business, helping people heal. I want to reflect something that I see back to you, Melissa, and for those listening, you got a message that you were going to be a breathwork facilitator and the power of listening to that, because I've watched Melissa at the Nelson Atkins museum in the yard, in the lawn, in the summer have huge groups, huge groups that she's facilitating breathwork to. She has her own retreats. She goes on other people's retreats. She works with clients one-on-one in groups, has a weekly following of people in the area who come to her breath work and she listened to that and she had the space and she had the vibration in her body and like and now look at you like I I'm almost like can you imagine if you didn't one hear it and two didn't follow it I I can't I can't no I can't (laughs) this is exactly where I'm supposed to be Yeah, yeah this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and it's I mean I've been on your table and I've been a client of yours and it's you really do heal people's hearts. Like I feel so held when I'm doing work with you and I know all your clients do too. So where can people find you and like work with you and what are your offerings right now? And we'll, we'll put your website and everything in the show notes. So if you're listening to this like two years from the the present, then you'll know that you can still work with Melissa in some capacity. So what's up for you now? Yeah. So my website is called healandexpand.com. Mm-hmm. because once we start healing, we start expanding and then we start manifesting. So it's like a whole process, right? So healandexpand.com mm-hmm. and that has all of my one-on-one offerings, my coaching offerings. I have a six-month coaching program where I help people heal, expand, and manifest. I yeah. do quantum healing, hypnosis sessions, hypnotherapy, 
Breathwork 101, uh, Reiki, and energy healing. And of course, I'm all over the city in Kansas City having events yeah. everywhere. Breathwork events, quantum manifestation, which is a process that I developed over the past few years. Um, and then in January of 2024, so if you're hearing this in December, um, I will be launching the Quantum Manifestation Mastermind. And mm -hmm. that will be an online program. So if you are not in Kansas City, I can work with you on Zoom one-on-one, -on -one, or you can be a part of that container. Oh, yeah. so and then like you said, retreats, <laughs> going yeah. to Costa Rica and other places in 2024. Beautiful. If someone is hearing this and you're awakening their heart to an alcohol-free or sober curious lifestyle, how, what one of your containers would be good for them? How could they be supported by you? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. So I would say to set up a discovery call with me first, and I, I would recommend the quantum coaching program because we would work together for six months in a private container. Um, we can, un you know, just unravel whatever attachment you have or just curiosity. Like you said before, we don't have to go in with the intention of like, okay, I'm going to quit drinking, but let's yeah. understand that relationship. Let's, let's be curious about it. Yeah. And in my encouragement to our listeners, the best guidance you can get, you know, I'm a proponent for therapy and medical help and all the things, but as someone who's walked the path and there's just a couple steps ahead of you being like, come on, come on, you got this, come with me. So Melissa, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to leave with our listeners? Just a word of encouragement or a piece of your heart you want to give them today to help them oh, along their healing? This message yeah, this message came through this morning. It is like, you are so powerful. You are so powerful. And remember that. Don't ever forget that. Believe that you are powerful and you can change your life at any time, any moment. Every breath is a new opportunity to change your life. You're living proof. Thank you so much for being here, Melissa. And you can, everyone that's listening, you can find Melissa at healandexpand.com. We will list her Instagram, we'll list her website. So just head over to the show notes and we'll see you again next week. Hey friends, are you feeling the call to learn more about using energy medicine to heal yourself and maybe even others? I have an opportunity for you to become energy healing trademark certified in February of 2024. So this energy healing trademark certification is the second through the fourth of February. And this was last offered over 18 months ago. So there's an online preparation course plus three days of live training. That's either online and on zoom, or you can come join in Kansas city in studio. So this training is for healers, healies, and plain old humans who are looking to go deeper into energy healing for their own healing. First and foremost, the healing of their children, their partner, their families, the healing of their clients. This all inclusive training will equip you to understand the fundamentals of energy healing and my custom divine methodology gifted to me by the spirit that really grew my business. After this training, you will be ready to understand how available energy really is for you to heal your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual ailments. And after this training, you will be ready to run your own healing business or even just a bedtime routine with your kiddos from this container together. 
this is for you. If you're ready to shift your entire way of healing and feeling on this earth, this training will sell out payment plans are available. And what you'll learn in this training bit by bit is how to access and utilize intuition, how to access and utilize spirit guides, how to access and utilize the Holy spirit in your body, how to access and understand your spiritual gifts. What is energy medicine, the history of energy healers on earth? What is required of a healer, how to read the energy body chakras, meridians, how to perform energy healing on yourself first and foremost, and then energy healing on another person. This training includes five various methods, including Jen's signature healing method, which was gifted to me by the spirit without ever being trained. And it truly, truly works. We go over energy healing for kids, the business of energy healing, and includes an energy healing workbook. And to obtain certification, you must go through the online portion and the live training to have this registered trademark certification. So this is it this year. My friends, we have this year to shift, to heal, to grow, to evolve into the person our soul sent us here to be on this earth. So do something to honor the divine blueprint for your life right away in the new year, whether it's this energy healing certification or not. I need you to step forward. As they say, a rising tide lifts all boats in the harbor. I am here in this energetic ocean with you. So let's evolve. You can find the training info and details in the link in the show notes. You can find the full training and then you also can just find the online portion for when the training sells out or if you just want to dip your toes in. But just a friendly reminder, if you buy just the course, you will need to complete the in-person certification or on Zoom to have the energy healing certified trademark.